0: sound of scripts presents the first 10 pages of Rome free
1: a television pilot written by dylan park the open plains morning under a gray sky wind wafts through long blonde grass streaked with blood a lone horse stands in the open overhead three vultures circle In the dirt lie four bodies riddled with broken arrows and bullet holes. They wear the uniform of the Union Army Cavalry, but these scouts are different from most. They have black skin. One of the soldiers, his face streaked with blood and half buried in the ground, opens his eyes. A tomahawk is protruding from his back. (laughs) First Sergeant Silas Yates staggers to his feet and yanks the tomahawk. Silas looks at his three fallen comrades. Then he notices a glint in the grass. Painfully, he makes his way over to it, reaches down, and retrieves his Colt Model 1860 revolver. Later that day, three burial mounds adorned with makeshift crosses. Silas wipes his brow, takes a sip from his canteen, then bows his head.
2: I am the resurrection and the life, saith the Lord. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Lord, accept these men into your kingdom with grace in my stead. And grant me the strength to deliver your
1: judgment upon my enemies.
0: It's time to get a move old man.
1: Silas awakens from his dream, and we're in a makeshift campsite high in the mountains. Silas looks up and sees Haske Bay, A.K.A. the Kid, a young Native American, smiling at him.
0: Leave now; we might be able to make the crossing before
1: sundown. <laughs>
2: i never seen a man so rushed to attend his own funeral.
0: Not a funeral, Sarge. A reclamation. I'm innocent of the charges against me and I am to clear my name.
2: Shit, kid. I can recall the names of each and every character that claimed their innocence on the steps headed up to the gallows. It's hard to forget them when they're engraved on tombstones, son.
0: Well, I ain't got nothing to hide. And I'm
2: done running. You ain't got no choice in the matter. You better count your blessings, we found you on our way up north to Fort Sedgwick. Some of these white boys, they're just chomping at the bit to have you strung up.
0: <laughs> I reckon so. But you're going to vouch for me, right?
2: Mm-hmm. You've been a good friend. A loyal soldier and the best damn scout in this detachment since we've become acquaintance, huh? But you gotta know, Negro's words ain't never held too much weight, regardless of how many stripes he got on his sleeve. Now, if I could take you back to our next post, I would. But... I just aim to see you all the way back before I reconvene with the others. But you got that $500 bounty on your head. Well, a sum like that don't give you much chance out here by yourself.
0: Well, whether I meet my maker or not, I appreciate your sincerity, Sergeant. You've never done wrong by me.
1: The kid holds up a pair of shackles. So,
0: you want me to put these on?
1: Nah. Come on, now. Yeah. Exterior. Makeshift camp late afternoon. Later that day, two bounty hunters, Wade Webb and his brother Wilson, survey the remnants of Silas and the kids camp. Wade leans down, inspecting the smoldering fire and footprints. Looks like two, maybe three of them. They
0: ain't too far. Half a day's had stark tops. You better get a move on there.
1: Silas and the kid have made camp in the hills. Silas tends to the fire, while the kid is laying on his back, looking at the stars.
2: <laughs> How are you this peaceful when you got death calling your names, huh?
0: Well, my grandfather told me that a chief from the north named Shooting Star once said, when your time comes to die, Be not like those whose hearts are filled with fear of death. When their time comes, they weep and pray for more time to right their wrongs. They pray to live their lives over again. He said, sing your death song and die like a hero going home.
1: Hmm. A death song, you say? Shit, I don't know nothing about that. Silas extinguishes the fire, then lays back and closes his eyes.
0: What are you Silas?
1: Silas reaches for his pistol. Nuh-uh! No sudden moves. Wade empties Silas's pockets while Wilson holds the barely conscious kid at gunpoint.
0: Yeah, that's a fine horse. Phew. Leather looks nice, too.
1: Wade grabs Silas's revolver.
0: I'm gonna keep this for myself, if you don't mind. Yeah, I don't think you're in a position to be objecting anyhow.
1: Wade looks at the engraving on the handle. F-10, Cav.
0: Hoo-wee! Who'd you kill to get this, boy? <laughs> hey, Wilson, I think we just rolled sevens and found ourselves another fugitive. Uh-uh, no, sir. He's one of them buffalo fellers. Uncle Sam's got a gang of colored cavalry riding shotgun, riding security for stagecoachers from Arizona to Arkansas. I tell you right now, that nigger's gonna be more trouble than he's worth. All right, let's just take the one we came for. Well, aiding and abetting a known fugitive is. Hey, we've been through this before, Wade. No note, no bounty. They're paying us for the kid. <laughs> His silence says it all. You know, the only thing lower than a nigger is an engine. And the only thing lower than an engine is a coward. And it seems to me that we have
2: all three
0: in our presence.
2: Ain't no cowards in the 10th Calf. Well, look at that. He speaks.
0: (laughs) You got a name, Negro? Oh, Christ almighty. Now ain't the time for introductions and civil discourse, Wade. The sooner we get a move on, the sooner we collect our reward for the Redskin here.
2: Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Ain't no reward to be collected, boys. First Sergeant Silas Yates. I'm a duly appointed Federal Marshal with orders from Colonel Grierson himself. And that there, that's my prisoner.
0: Well, see, that's where you're mistaken. He was your prisoner, but we don't take orders from anyone, so that's our bounty now. And if we leave now, we can make the next town over for it. Will out. you give me a moment to engage in a civil conversation with the man? Whew. Seeing as we just spent the last five years engaged in a civil war, you participate in the war of northern aggression?
2: 11th Louisiana Infantry Regiment. Vicksburg campaign.
0: <laughs> oh, no fucking shit. You hear that, Wilson? This fella was at Vicksburg. We was with Walker's Greyhounds down in Millican's Bend and Young's Point alongside the Reds. Shit. <laughs> that was confusing his old get-out. Fighting with the Cherokee to kill blacks who was fighting alongside other whites. God. First time I'd ever seen you colored soldiers in the flesh, too. <sighs> Y'all fought like the hounds of Hades, I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. That didn't stop us from getting a good licking, though. <laughs> you wanna loosen up these ropes? Hey, shut your hole, boy! Why are you doing this? I said, shut it! <laughs> now, we don't get federal pensions on account we wore gray. So now we're robbing colored cavalrymen in Kansas, I suppose. The whole world's upside fucking down. Amen.
1: Wilson starts loading up the horses as Silas slowly slides a derringer from the inside of his boot.
0: Now, you know, Sarge, I'm feeling in a pretty good mood. And I have decided that I ain't gonna kill you. We're gonna call it a, uh, a professional courtesy from one soldier to another. Now, for my safety, I cannot untie you. And I I can't make any promises about how the Lakota or the Dakota or any other animals are going to treat you when they find you here. You are in the Lord's hands now, boy.
1: Wade turns and walks towards Wilson, when Silas fires. Ah. Wilson! Wilson hits the ground, grabbing his neck as blood gushes from a ragged wound. The kid scrambles for his gun, then trains it on Wade. Got it! Nice and easy.
2: Let me see your face. Now, you can put your holster on the ground or I can put lead in your chest. I'll oblige you either which
1: way. The kid steps over to Wilson, who's still clinging for life. No, please don't don't do it! You
0: fucking red bastard! Where was the honor in that?
2: Honor. Honor. There's no honor among thieves. The souls of the delinquent desire evil. They feed on it. No, please, listen.
0: I, I meant nothing by it. Please. you find no Look, favor y- y- here. You can't shoot an unarmed man. When the scorner is punished, the simple are made wise. Okay, sir. Li- listen, listen. I, I'm, I'm just asking you for the same mercy that I bestowed upon you. you motherfucker!
2: Punish the wicked and you shall save his brethren. Sarge,
0: Sarge! Sarge! Sarge!
2: We ain't them! You go on, you son of a bitch. You get gone. If you stopped along the way by any other men in blue, you tell them first Sergeant Silas Yates of the 10th Cavalry Regiment granted you safe passage. You get on to wherever it is you seek refuge.
0: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. I, I sure appreciate it. I'm, I'm just going to... I'll just saddle up and I'll I'll be on my way.
2: Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. That horse and no supplies, they're mine now. We're just going to call it a professional courtesy from one soldier to another. Now, walk west and don't stop until the sun come up. I don't know if I'm going to regret that. Sparing that man's life likely just ended mine. I reckon we got a day, maybe less, till he's picked up, and I'm going to be a fugitive from the law right alongside you. I ain't got much in the way of a plan, but I guess we ought to catch up with Lieutenant McBriar and his men, and we head on northwest with the Union Pacific
1: line. The kid places a blanket over Wilson's body. You had to kill him.
2: Would you say a prayer for the man? He pack the horses. And then come on, let's get going.
0: You have been listening to the first ten pages of Rome Free by Dylan Park. Produced by Connor Hunt and presented by Sound of Scripts.
2: To learn more about Sound of Scripts, please visit soundofscripts.com.